check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast, because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GA Podcast on wearecavan.com. Uh, we're going to be looking ahead to this weekend's round four clash of the Alliance Division One Football League. Cavan hosting Roscommon, the old arch enemy at this point, or, or the... The team that definitely has the Indian sign over Cavan in recent uh, years. Delighted to be joined by Paul Fitzpatrick and Michael Hannon uh, on the podcast. And before we get into the podcast, I'll read out the last, I think we're going at about 10 results here. So since 2012 um, in the league, which was Division 3 at the time, Roscommon 117, Cavan 112. 2013 in the league, Roscommon 214, Cavan 17. 2014, again in the league, Cavan 14 points, Roscommon 1 goal and 8. So that's the, that's the win that we got over them. The same league campaign in the final, it was Roscommon 117, Cavan 18 points, a two point win for Roscommon. The following championship uh, in 2014, 16 points to Roscommon, 5 points to Cavan. 20. 15 league away in Kiltoom it finished a draw 111 to 14 points 2015 in the championship it was a win for us common 317 to 116 in the Hyde in 2017 in the league it was 113 <coughs> excuse me to 110 and then last year's two results 15 points to 13 in the league and in the league final uh, it was 16 sorry 416 to 412 and you look back over those results Michael and you have to say not only have they won but there's there's certain cases where they've won quite convincingly yeah so just summarize that again Cavan have one win two draws and no, one win one draw and eight defeats if you, if you throw in in a nutshell it's this if you throw in the under 21 all Ireland semi-final in 2012 <clears throat> between 2012 and 2018 we played them 11 times and we beat them once yeah and that one victory came when Cavan needed to get promoted Roscommon were already promoted no they were both already promoted both were they but Terry Highland put out a strong team whereas Roscommon put Roscommon out under John Evans put out a very much changed team yeah mm. so there's an asterisk beside that so essentially we can forget about that game yeah you could <laughs> yeah, you so it's an appalling record it really is uh, and yet and yet to go to a quote from last year um, in preparation of the league final, um, Conor Devenny, the, the Roscommon captain, when when he was asked, why do Roscommon have the edge on Cavan? He said, I've no idea, because every game is very tight. I think we can say he's lying there. <laughs> They're not all very tight. No. Even well, hold on a second. I can understand why he said that. Cavan were in winning positions in most of those games. Mm. That's why, he, like if you go back okay. to the first league final, Cavan were blowing them out of the water and they were well up. And the game completely changed, and Roscommon came, like it felt like a, a comeback for them, you know. Whatever they ended up winning, that's it. true. You go through all those games, even the drawn match, even the the last year in the league when they were winning and they ended up losing. 
even in the bloody in the league final last year, Cavan were in strong winning positions and they end up Roscommon end up coming pull, reeling the, them in. There was only two games really that they weren't. Yeah. The the one there was a round seven league game I think in twenty thirteen. Um, which was about a 10 point win for us coming a very, very bad performance in Breffney exactly qualif- 10 point win yeah, yeah. and then there was the, qualifier that game. qualifier game which was one of yeah. the worst championship performances Kevin ever turned in mm. yeah yeah like in and the venue he goes on to say though even our most recent game uh, was very tight I'm sure over time these results will even out because uh, we're very similar very similarly matched and we always have great games. So I'm looking forward to another tight game on Sunday. It definitely wasn't tight. <laughs> As in, it was open, expansive, is what I'm, what I'm saying. But what he was saying is, I can't, I can't really answer that. Um, you know, But did Cavan, Cavan find themselves two, two goals up or something, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and then Darren McVitie went off injured, and that was a big, big blow oh, to yeah. the whole thing. But they... I, 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 like, I, I have... How, sorry, How on. does it... How, I have a theory, yeah, a little okay, theory, and, <laughs> and my my theory, my theory on it is 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 simply that that on the rage burst where Cavan won four Ulster titles in a row, Roscommon won I think three out of five. I think I've written it in the Celt this week, and I can't remember. Three what out of four. Written. Three out of four. So you know, Cavan and 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 Roscommon were coming from a position where they weren't that dominant at on the rage to controlling or, or being the most consistent on the 21 team in it. But what Roscommon were developing were forwards, scoring forwards. If you think the Mortis, the Smiths came through that, um, Ulton Harney came through that, you know, there was a lot of quality forwards that came through those Roscommon teams and we'd take it on the other end in Cavan we didn't. We we produced a lot of really good footballers, but not necessarily scoring mm. forwards. Yeah, and I think when you're scoring forwards, you've always a better chance. Yeah, that I have this very similar theory. Like the difference between the two the two teams. Why are Ross Common keep winning when when Cavan haven't? I think it comes down to the fact that Ross Ross Common simply have more prolific sco- uh, forwards than than Cavan have. Like on mm. any given day, when you look through the Roscommon score sheet at the end of it, there could be one player, a different player could have popped up and scored one five or one six. So they 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 all they have a better spread of forwards who are capable of being prolific than Cavan have on any given day. Like we have good forwards, but I just think in terms of scoring, their scoring power is a little bit better. There yeah, and the stats actually fo- back that up, Mickey, because if you look at the totals they scored against us, one seventeen, two fourteen, one eight, one seventeen, sixteen points. 111, 317, 113, 15 points, 416. Well, it scored pretty well in all I, the games. Am I, am I right in saying at, at inter-county level, to get above 16, you win something like 80-something 80, 80 percent of games? It's some, now, this includes league and championship, but if you can get above 16 scores, you're, you're going to win a vast majority of your games. And you look at the number of times that Cavan got above 16 scores against Roscommon, it was one, two, two, three times. Three times in the last 10 games, Cavan got above 16 scores. Mm. You know, whereas, as you say, Roscommon won uh, 16 on the nose, was two, three, four, five, six times. You know, that that is that is the big, big difference in it. But, the funny thing for me, what's going to be what's going to be very interesting is, even, you know, 
well, I suppose what we'll do is actually play a little bit from last year's um, press conference before the league final, where Kieran Brady was kind of being asked about about this the Cav and Roscommon rivalry. Roscommon, I suppose, have had the upper hand the last few years, so we'll be trying to put a few wrongs right there. So. Is there a bit of hurt there for? Ah, no, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say there's hurt the way the game is now. Younger players in each panel, and there's a bigger turnover of players. You know, a lot of people mightn't have been there in previous years gone by, so. You know, it's just we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to the county in general, more so than each individual to get a victory on Sunday. But why is that though? Why do you have to kind of just edge those results against you in the last couple of years? Well, look at your every game is a, is a new game. I wouldn't say there's a recurring team across any of them games at all, really. It's just been them when the day have come out on top. You, you've played, you're Kieran Brady, you've played Roscommon so often and you've never got over them. You know, or you've got over them once. How big of a psychological effect does that have on their performance now on Sunday, <laughs> Michael? <laughs> yeah. Let you have the easy ones. Yeah, look, I, I don't think it will be a major psychological uh, thing in the Cavan players' heads. Like, I don't think they're. they're I'd say at this stage, it, there's probably an element of be- amusement among them. <laughs> Why has this become what it what it's become? You know. I don't think that, that like it's going to be. Oh, this is common. They can know they've always beaten us, or you know they're going to beat us again. I, like like I said, like it's Cavan have thrown away winning positions, you know. So they'll probably be asking themselves, why is it that we we get ourselves in these great positions and we 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 throw it away, regardless if it's Rust Common or not, you know. Uh, I don't think they're, that the Cavan players are going to be saying, oh God, it's Rust Common, you know, that we're playing again this week. You know, I, I, I mean, uh, there was a common player that you spoke about at that press conference. He he, he talked about, oh, well, it will even itself out. Uh, like I think there's a there's a grain of truth in that. Eventually, it will it will start even them out. Some of those results, like some of those losses that were snatched from the the jaws of victory, were just unbelievable. You know, mm. uh, some of them was bad luck with players getting injured. So. Look, at the end of the day, Roscommon, I do, I still believe it. They have better scoring forwards, but you know, Cavan are going to get their, their their day out against them as well eventually. Like you know, I I don't know what the bookies have it at Paul. You probably have it. Do yeah, it's even money each side. Well, that's. But I'm laughing at that. How's that possible? What do Roscommon have to do to win as favourites? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I I think it's mad, but. The, the bookies are never far wrong, and they're probably looking at it saying there's probably an element of that that it, by law of averages, this has to even itself out. I think even you have a Roscommon captain last year saying it. You know they must be surely thinking, "Geez, we've got to beat these boys again there." Yeah. And Cavan well, did play well in their home game against Kerry, so yeah. maybe their home form is going to come back. Our home form has traditionally not been good in the last few years. The other thing is is um, I remember before Cavan played Roscommon in the qualifiers in 2014 and Cavan were, after getting to the quarterfinal in 2013, they came back and you had the, the big row with the parade in, in 2014 against Armagh. They were, they were drawn against Roscommon in the qualifiers. And I, I remember writing at the time that it was the ideal draw because there was a little bit of history there. Cavan really owed them one and it was a sort of a reset button and it, it was just what they needed because they seemed to be low in motivation and they weren't going to let Roscommon come up and beat them on their home pitch. Here we are five years later and we have still never even the score. Mm. So, like, it's it's totally unprecedented, I'd say, in the modern game for two such even teams, reasonably even teams that have been in around Division 1, Division 2 and similar enough profiles. 
okay, they won a couple of Connacht. Cavan probably would have won a Connacht title by now if they had been over in Connacht. Like we were losing out by a point here and there to, and in replays to teams like Monaghan and Toronto were winning those there. So, um, you know, mm. it, it it has to be. It's it's a total freak. It's like you're you're a mathematical it's man, it's not, Mickey. It's yeah, an aberration. Like it's not a total freak. Like the, at the end of the day, I I do think they have got better be, better scoring forwards. So, like when when. But you used to always say that Cavan Cavan had a better middle eight. They, and yes. they had the better full back than the full forward line. I remember they, you saying that. Yeah, Cavan do have a, a better middle eight. Like, and, but that's if you play your those middle eight. Play, like if you're playing McVitie in the middle eight. Like you know, they mm. have a, if they played the players who are middle eight players in in the middle eight, then Cavan would have a better middle eight, you know. But like I I, I would look at the situation where what like Cavan to me wouldn't have ever had a process of okay we have the ball now what are we going to do when Ross Ross play defensive and then try to play on the break right? Well, they definitely do this year. Yeah, well they they kind of kept maybe they they probably only had maybe like. And the two teams were very similar as well in the styles that they were playing, you know? Mm. Uh, I don't know if there would have been a... a the league game last year over in Roscommon was... was Yes, and c- completely league, agree with you. The league I, final... I'm kind of thinking back to John Evans v Terry Highland, that right bar 2016, which I don't think they played in 2016... They, um, Thank God we had the hero. <laughs> but but, but Calvin, Calvin were very attacking in 2016. Uh, Ross Common, I think it started on the mixed day at that stage, was it? Or he was his first year with joint management Fer- or something like that. Yeah, with O'Don- Fergal. Fergal. That's O'Don- right. O'Don- yeah. But I think like before that, it it was very much a man-for-man idea with, with Ross Common. Um, with maybe dropping Deveni coming back as a sweeper from the, the forward line the odd time but not, not consistently and definitely not the way they're go- coming back with Anthony Cunningham now which is you know getting big numbers behind the ball regardless mm. of whether you're with the wind or against it Yeah they're ultra defensive this year Yeah like the the other point that I, I kind of think is going to be crucial in this and again it, it, it's from the article in the paper I've noticed that what Cunningham has done, so I've seen the, the Mayo game, I was speaking to somebody who was at the Galway FBD final and uh, and their, their other game was against Monaghan. And from talking to people and seeing highlights of those games, Ross Common are bringing a physicality. They, they want to bully and dominate teams. Monaghan man came away from that game saying, like, we got bullied. Literally, mm. Ross Common at every opportunity were were you know marginally late, just late enough that you can get away with it. But they physically dominated mm. because their level of, he said, what his point was that I'd say Anthony Cunningham just had them hopping their heads to the walls, ready to get out at Monaghan, and they've brought that in every game. Like we've we've seen it overflow into eye gouging and and costing them a game against their own, mm. but they're definitely more aggressive. Yeah, it's funny you said that because I, I was speaking to a Monaghan man afterwards and he had a colourful term to, to, to describe Ross Common and their supporters after that game. Don't get started with the supporters. We, we oh, won't repeat it here now. But like that would have been Monaghan's calling card, I would have said. Yes. The aggression, the, the way, like, you know, this idea of everybody tackles with a closed fist, you know, and they come in late and they swing over the body and, okay, you give away the odd stupid free in the middle of the third, but you break the odd rib as well while you're at it. Like, mm. So it was interesting to hear hear hear, uh, hear their kind of remarks after the, the Roscommon game that there is that aggression level with them. So mm. it's, it, it, it's another point. I don't know, was it on this or somewhere else I've met it, but 
for me, you take Monaghan, take out Conor McManus, who is the best forward in the in the country, and then take out that aggression. If you could, like O'Shea says, hammer to hammer, you're going to get, you, you know, you're, you're going to hit them where they plan on hitting you. I think it's something, I think Calvin have to take that aggression to Roscommon this week, and it'll be a good prerequisite for what they're going to have to do in championship against Monaghan. You know, you're either bullied or you're, or, or you're bullied in Gaelic football. That's it. Yeah, I... Like, you know, the the funny thing is, Grode McKernan has tended to play well against Roscommon. M- yeah. Most times that we've played them. And he's been one of our, you know, higher contributors to the scoreboard any time we've gone out to play them. And he's not available this week, so... I'd be... I'd be concerned now for Cavan this week going into this game. Where are they going to get the scores that they they normally get uh, when they when they play Roscommon? Do you know what? I, I'm really confident. You about are this game. always confident. No, no, You've been confident about the Cavan Roscommon <laughs> game every time for the last six or seven years, <laughs> <laughs> and you were right once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought they would win, win the league final last year as well. But I am actually really confident. They, they should have won the, the match over in Roscommon the, in the league. That oh, was without a doubt. That was an unbelievable. And that that would have left you confident going into the league final. Oh look, you know. <laughs> but it, 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 that that day seemed to me to be a mental thing because they got a run on Cavan and Cavan just seemed to be. It was like an interview uh, I read with with Shane Lowry at the weekend where he talked about the time he he choked in the U.S. Open, and he he mentioned how it was actually caught on camera, uh, or the mic picked it up where he said it at one stage to his caddy, "Everything's happened so quickly," and it was a it was a brilliant insight because you can imagine the panic stations and at that time. That day I felt that Cavan players were probably feeling the same thing because Roscommon just got a run on them and before they knew it, they had conceded whatever it was and they had lost the match from being in a position of dominance. So I definitely think it's, it's a mental thing. Like Cavan have lost far too many games where they're in a winning position over the last few years. Far too many for it to be, oh, it's a one-off game, you know, these things happen in games. Not when you have a very wide sample of games. Like I do think there is a, possibly a little mental weakness there in the team that that you would hope that they'd overcome eventually. Mm, I I I think it's a process. Like they don't on the field, they don't have something to fall back on. You know, like <clears throat> when the pressure comes on in games, t- people fall into two categories when the pressure comes on. There's those that go into their shells a little bit, and there's those that become extra aggressive and step up and start doing, rightly or wrongly, can can start. You know, can, but, but energy adrenaline yeah, kicks in. Yeah, so you, you you get those two things. Uh and having a really, really well coached plan or process to fall back on can bring everybody back to a, you know, bring the people in their shells back to where they're meant to be and bring the people that are overstepping the mark maybe back to where they're, what they're meant to be doing. Like, and you look at a team like Dublin, how many times have you seen Dublin down two, three, four points and next thing, suddenly they're two or three points up, they've just turned the screw, they've fallen back on what they're meant to be doing and it's like a machine just kicks in and takes over. You know, they, they, you know, they use emotion when they need to but they, they use their head as well. Like, And I, I would have probably, in, certainly in that league game last year over in Roscommon, would have felt that Cavan started losing their way before Roscommon got the run on them, Cavan had lost their way. There's a mm. period of time where Things just kind of started looking like they were beginning to run out of ideas. Well, Calvin got the goal, and immediately from the resulting kick out, Roscommon go up and get a, a goal. No, that was the year before, wasn't it? 
that was the final round of the league in 2017 where we, we went out and got a goal having played against the wind we got a goal 30 seconds after the sorry, restart sorry you're right you're right um, apologies that was a massive winning position there yeah but go ahead but like last year I would have felt that Cavan Cavan were ran out of ideas and then we had a little period of time where nothing really happened and then Roscommon got a, a run on them so now Cavan were in a position where nothing had really worked for them well for maybe seven or eight or nine minutes at that stage and they were under pressure and I, I would again I would have questioned did, what was their did they really know did, were they really really up to date with what they were trying to do when they had the ball you know was it, was it really really mm. clear what they were trying to do let's say the ball is within the wing back does everybody really really know okay we've the ball here in the wing back do we know what we're trying to do you know you see do you know what I, I and I, I I take it and, and I think your point is 100% right and this year I can see that there, there definitely is a bit more structure that lads are meant know where they're meant to be mm. whether they're there or not towards the end of the game is questionable I think that sometimes that system that they're trying to play on the attack it, it seems to be very well organised and working very well in the first half and then second half it's falling apart a little bit because the bodies aren't exactly where they're meant to be they're in the general vicinity and then they're not reacting to what's actually happening in front of them on top of it but I'd take it even one little step back on that one going back to my kind of hammer to hammer with Roscommon here you know if Cavan are going to win games they've got a set tempo and at the moment if you look back on the games we haven't sorry we probably set the tempo for the first 10-12 minutes against Kerry that we were we were in control of that game and then it gradually started to disappear that that Cavan's ability to not just go and, and, and deny the person on the ball the space by coming within a yard of him, do what Monaghan do, get in and get close fist and get aggression. Or not even close fist, but get a body on him. Just get, get some sort of contact. You've got to make contact to really put the fear in him that whether you stop him from doing what you want to stop him from doing is actually irrelevant. He knows you're there. He knows you're there. That's the most important part of it. That with that contact, he's aware that you're there and the next time you get the ball and, and he's coming at you, you're knowing he's going he's gonna to get you at some point once you make that contact. I don't think the Cavan players are making that contact enough. I don't think there's enough aggression in that's that a, That's interesting when you say that you don't even really have to pull off a textbook tackle or anything. You just have to plant a seed of doubt that yeah. he knows that you're right there. And there's a, there's a similar thing in handball. When a, when a player's going for t- shooting for a kill in handball, you're always told to push up Run, and cover it. Charge it. And it doesn't matter. Sometimes he's going to dead roll the ball and you've, you've, you've pushed in for no reason. And you're, it, you're just a waste of effort. And it, takes, it does take a bit of effort to, to push into the front wall like that. But what you will find is when you push in, fellas won't roll the ball. Even though you're, it's a non-contact game and all that, in the back of their mind, they know that you're there, and they they now have to do the thing perfectly, and they won't do it perfectly that time. Mm. And it's a similar similar type thing what you're saying. That's exactly it. The the second point on it, which which where was common, I was just looking it up there. So we were talking about in the in the history with Cavan there, the amount of times they got over the sixteen scores. They haven't got over sixteen scores yet this year in the in the league. So now, granted, they've played Tyrone, Mayo, and Monaghan. So. You know, maybe and the, the Mayo conditions, nobody was going to get over sixteen scores that day. But the point being that they're hitting thirteen scores, eleven scores, seven scores, or eight scores. Was it one one seven finished? Yeah. <coughs> but are, 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 like they're always hitting over sixteen scores against Cavan. 
are they always hitting over 16 scores against the other teams those years? Or is it just that when they match up with our players that they're suited to playing against them, you know? I, I think that they, they... Now, and again, I, I don't have yeah, uh, absolute facts, but I would think more often than not they're getting over that 16 scores. Now, is it that they've been playing in Division 2 and getting over that 16 scores? But I remember them going down to Kerry. Yeah, they did well when they went up to Division 1 the first, first year. Yeah, yeah they and they scored, scored well. Mm. Scored well that year too. So it's something... It's well, we haven't, lads, we're sitting here now and we're how long into this podcast and we haven't re- really talked about Cavan. People are getting a bit... Remember, we're getting a little bit caught up with Roscommon. Like, where are we going to get the scores? We have who's, to. who's playing well for us for a start? Who can we say, right, he's he's playing well? Connor Madden. First name off my lips anyway. Now, I know the last day didn't go well for him, but I still think he's he is playing well overall, as in the the wider sample of his well, game if you're so only far. as good as you'd ask him, he's not very good. But, I mean, he was playing very well up to that. Yeah. Like, through McKenna Cup and the first two rounds of the league, he was very good. Mickey? Yeah, I'm I'm concerned about the scores. Like I, I've, that's why I brought it up about Grove McKernan not being around. Keeving, if Keeving was around, Keeving would be getting scores. Like you're 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 looking for players. Like when you look at Roscommon, you know that their full forward line is going to deliver a lot of scores. When you look at Cavan, you're nearly thinking, okay, we need our wing forwards, or we need our wing backs contributing. We need Kieran Brady coming up and kicking a few scores. We need our midfielders kicking a few scores. So. You know, like it's going to be a spread for Cavan. Well, with Roscommon, they could have three players that will just light it up. You know, well, Cox has has set it light so far. I think he's I, he's a he's a very good footballer. I, I remember watching him playing for UCC, and kind of saying, you know, why isn't he in the cork paddle? And Kerry man beside me was saying, well, oh, he's a Kerry boy. You know, and me then going, oh, okay, fair enough. Well, he has to try get rid of the Gooch and whoever else to carry. How has he ended up at Roscommon? Is he working up there or something? Oh, his father. His father, father oh, right. is from Roscommon Ross originally. From Roscommon, yeah. But he, he won a junior All-Ireland with Kerry last year. Yeah, he, he, I, I saw him kick nine or ten points in a Sigerson match once and he, he, he was unplayable that day. Mm. So, like, I, he's now taken over a fair bit of the scoring in that, yeah. in that forward line. And, like, it's not like they hadn't got good scoring forwards. They've just <laughs> added they another Smith, They've moved Smith out to the middle of the field because midfield, as you pointed out, middle eight. Midfield was one area we could always win enough on. Yeah. But we weren't making enough hair from it. But... At Smith going out to the midfield now. Ender Smith always plays well against us. Yeah. Always. Ender Smith needs to be man-marked. You, you cannot be putting a midfielder on him who's going to play his own game. You need to put someone on him who, who will be, have the athleticism to man-mark him and will make two or three bursts and that's it in the game going forward. Like, you, you, you saw the day Mayo played them, they put Lee Keegan on him and it was the perfect, yeah. perfect thing. Keegan just absolutely... Everywhere he went, Keegan was. And Keegan made three bursts in the first half. And he scored one, two. And he made one burst in the second half. And that was it. But he had, he had his job done, uh, completely negating him. Cavan should be going out and saying, who are we going to put on him? Like we, we, They shouldn't be saying, well... we'll who are we going to put on him? Kieran well, Brady? Yeah, they, someone like Killian the Gunner or someone like that would be ideal to just stick with him. Don't worry about doing anything else. Just stick with him and make sure he doesn't, he doesn't get his hands on the ball. Well, you're going back to... Killian the Gunner played midfield Killian Clark would be the man for the job it's, oh, we're it's, I, I thought we'd agreed we're settled with Killian Clark in the back lane I thought we were all happy with this no I almost got that tattooed on me at one yeah. stage but now I'm changing <laughs> but it's going to be interesting if, if for us come and play with everyone back the way they have played like how like are we going to try to break them down? are we going to say well you eight fellas try to break down those 13 or, but or how the many experience of it like the, the Kerry, Kerry had everybody back, mm. and Cavan were still breaking them down in that first half. That's why I think 
while while Anthony Cunningham's idea of going aggression and going with, with making themselves hard to beat, he's gonna miss out on that other end of the field. And teams are are more more capable of breaking down a blanket defence than they've ever been. Mm. You know, everybody's used to playing against it now. So I I think there's opportunity here for Cavan if they go for it, really go for it. Like as in when they don't have the ball, go for it and take the ball back. Don't don't try to work them into little traps. Just create so much pressure on them you turn over the ball. And when you have the ball, just go for it. Mm. Put those put those systems up in front of you the way that the boys are setting up and continue to attack at speed. Let's break lines. Like we've seen teams on highlight reels last week and the week before, teams in division one when they're coming out with ball. Russ Common actually was one of them, the full back, his name eludes me. But literally from fullback gave two one twos up got it up to the other end of the field you know and it was all hard straight running like there was no there was no it's very Tyrone-esque when they're playing well yes and, and, and that's that's another point on me that has to change in Cavan there are certain players within Cavan that they when, when they get a ball they do the loop they do the loop to let the defenders get goal side of them so that they can stand them up and square them off you know I know we. I think we spoke about this on the podcast with you before. Where the ideal scenario for defenders are is that there's a defender facing the man with the ball between him and the goals he's trying to score in, and then there's somebody chasing them down at the back end. So you're 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 trapping them in there. Mm. But I think rather than the the man with the ball all the time going back around and letting that second defender get between him and the goals, you have to go forward. Damien, did you not say to me last week that Cavan? Shouldn't have been engaging Mayo in Mayo's key areas of key strength. Like so, so why would you bring the ball into contact with Lee Keegan or someone like that? So maybe if you're faced with a Lee Keegan or Aidan O'Shea dropping back or Jared Cafferty or someone, what are you going to do there? What my point is in that one or in any situation, the ideal scenario is that that whoever was we'll it's one of the younger players was we'll it's Pierre Smith, and he's he's running down. The, the, at the Roscommon defence he sees he's going to meet a tackle he needs a support runner he, he doesn't need to be able to he doesn't need to have to go back around with the ball he needs to be able to either give the ball forward and continue a run that he avoids the challenge or you know have a, have a runner off the shoulder so just before Lee Keegan as you say or whoever Aidan O'Shea comes out about to make that hit there's a layoff and a run that's going to break the line so Lee Keegan can't mark the two of them do you understand? So mm. that's that's where you don't engage in it. But with, with good, hard, straight line running, you can avoid those challenges and continue to make the ball forward, move it forward. If anyone could mark the two of them, it would be leaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Things, but things I, I just think that sometimes <laughs> a, a little bit, kind of a little bit casual in, in our attack or a little bit You want to see more aggression from the man the ball? All the time. I, I want to see I, I, I just really want to see Cavan go out and bully a team that's what I want to see and and I don't mean it as in that they have to physically batter somebody but just get in on top of them get get in on top of them at every opportunity and run aggressively when you have the ball and when you're having the ball what that's I want to see Cavan doing see. is using the ball better <clears throat> in, in terms of not making mistakes on the ball Mickey Graham said to me yesterday that that's the one area they've been working on and the phrase he used was that it's been crucifying us he said, we're giving away the ball far too cheaply. And he said, we've been really working hard on that. And I said, why Why are you giving the ball away so cheaply? And he said, the whole game plan is based around moving the ball at speed. 
and he says that he thinks that they're probably not fully up to speed with it and they're trying to do things too quickly and they're panicking and they're, they're throwing away possession where he says we do need to move the ball at speed but we also need to keep it tre- treat the ball like it's, yeah. like it's a you gift see, you see this is going to be very interesting now to watch Cavan if, if that message has been going through in the last couple of weeks that that it's going through in the correct manner because what you can end up having in a situation like that is stifling by saying to lads, you've got to protect that ball. So the first thing they think of is, I have the ball now, make sure I find a Cavan jersey, safe option. Safe option is left or right or behind you. But safe option isn't your scoring option. So it's about getting that balance right that that I hope we don't see Cavan, you know, just thinking about retaining possession. The, the name of the game isn't retaining possession. The name of the game is scoring more than the opposition. That's what we have to aim to do. So, And I'm sure Mickey and co. aren't saying to them, look, go out and just retain possession. They're probably using the term of, you know, good decision-making, support for the man and the ball, you know, take a, take a breath or, or, or just find the right man. But sometimes that message can can be, I suppose, lost in the channels. You know, it would be just interesting to see that from my point of answer view. Answer the question of who is playing well for Cavan. The first man you named was the one lad who had a nightmare last day. So I'm disregarding your answer. Who Who is playing well for Cavan? Um, I think I think Killian Clark's playing well for Cavan. I think Jason McLaughlin's playing well for Cavan. Yeah. Um, I think barring their, their injuries... And I think that that held them back against me. Oh, Darren McVitie and Kieran Brady were both playing well. Um, How are they? Those injuries? I, pre- I presume they like weren't they fully played. fit, but they weren't fully fit. Were no, they? they didn't look fully fit. They didn't look themselves. And over I'd say that McVitie still, still, uh, McVitie still showed well. Kicked two great points. I know the Mayo fellas in the press box were absolutely raving about him, mm-hmm. and I was like, "You want to see him when he's fit?" Yeah. Um, I think I, I think then your your Paul Graham, I think, is starting to come good there yeah, in, in the middle of the field Thomas Galligan is doing some things that I'm delighted with like as in he's breaking the ball well he's physically you know strong enough he put in a big hit on Lee Keegan was it? Could have been in Mayo like that's the sort of thing I want to see a bit more of um, now sometimes he makes the wrong decision on the ball as we spoke about on the podcast but in general I think he's improving Faulkner's playing well oh Faulkner jeez yeah how could I forget Faulkner he was brilliant I just think all, all that is Damien it's the on, the back, I asked the, on the back of it no but the reason I asked this question is how many of them are forwards none there's a good take on it there Bar Connor Madden well, Darren McFeedy I suppose defending yeah. like but all of that sorry, the reason I asked the question is because I, I really feel that, that it's going to click for Cavan this again and I think they're going to win this with a few points to spare I think they'll, be, I think they'll have a bit to spare at half time but this time they won't let it slip and they'll win this game by 4 or 5 points I honestly feel that Kieran Callahan Electrical Shine a light on your future. Check out www.callahanelectrical.ie or phone 049-43-3011. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service 
and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm the most optimistic Cavan supporter, but I, I haven't seen anything in the in the previous three games that says to me we're going to win this one. I think, I think a lot has to change for Cavan to win this. First one is aggression. Second one is some of the older players have to start to step up here a bit. Like, and I, I mean, no disrespects to them. They've done brilliant service to Cavan down through the years, but I don't think Kian Mackey is doing enough for the team. I think at the minute he's coasting through games without having any real positive impact. I think in the Kerry game, he gave one brilliant mark of a kick pass forward. Other than that, it's a lot of lateral play. It's a lot of sideways stuff. You know, I didn't see him impact the way I know Key and Mackey can play. I don't think Martin Riley has been playing to his potential either. I think he has to step up as well. Like in the absence of Garod McKiernan, you know, who who has been dragging Cavan through games, especially in the league over the last four or five years, somebody has to take the mantle. And I I don't think they've do, they've been doing it so far. So I'm hoping that we see those older players step up. I'm hoping we see a lot more aggression. On the do- on the two sides of the ball, both attacking and defending, and even if we lost, but I seen that aggression and a change in it, and those leaders step up, I'd still be happy enough. But I don't I don't see Cavan winning this game at the weekend. I I I'd be fearful that if Roscommon bully Cavan, it, it could have a it could have a detrimental effect. Yeah, I think the Mackey one is interesting. I think. He- Mackey should be allowed to drop a little bit. Like, Mackey needs to have players ahead of him when he gets the ball. If he has players ahead of him get gets the ball, the ball will get transferred up the field. But he needs to have more than just one option ahead of him. And at the moment, Mackey seems to be playing in the half-forward line, trying to hold the half-forward line. Will he be better going deeper and having four people ahead of him rather than him mm. being one of the four up the pitch and getting the ball and only having two people ahead of him? Mm, a very interesting point. So, And I o- always felt that was Mackey's best position. I know he... Doesn't always agree with it, but I, I think Mackey being allowed to, to, to get on the ball deeper down the field. Uh, to, Especially with the offensive mark, he's able to deliver a ball better than anyone. Yeah. And Matt, or well, what, Moina what, what as well what as you'd fi- What you'd find is he, he would get on the first ball, nearly get it back, and deliver the second ball inside. Like he'd, you know, he ju- he's just so elusive to close down when he's in that middle third. Uh, so that to me, like, you know. It's to do with shape and and, and aspects of, of and positional play of the, of the, the way the team the team is set up. Like so, <coughs> but again, like I would always come back to play the, our best players in the best positions. You know, I I, I think we will have our strongest panel of the four games so far. Mm-hmm. Jer- Sunday, Jerry Jerry um, Smith being from Lavi being back. He's like he he's ha- taking a full part in training now. He's gonna he's gonna be named on the squad. Yeah, so like it, I mean he. Probably a bit of an un- unknown quantity to Ross Common as well. I'd say wouldn't probably know too much about him. Would Plus, Mina Mina came on the last day and played well. Mm. So you, you have a bit of you have a bit of uh, quality coming in there, whether he starts or not. I do think the panel's a bit stronger. Yeah, call, call it. I've I've already <laughs> called it. I said Cavan are going to win it by five points. Cavan win it, but I'd say they win it by one or two. I can't I can't see it them winning it by five. I I I do. <coughs> Yeah, I can see this. I, I can, they're going to win one eventually, right? <laughs> I'd love to be get it right when they do. We'll be on say, Yeah, frames. they're going to win this one. <laughs> but 
You fluctuate worse than fucking stock markets, so you do. <laughs> we'd be on Zimmer Flames, but we're Zimmer Flames, but we're going to win this weekend by five. So Roscommon lost to Mayo in the FPD. Is that right? No, no, lost, Galway was it? Beat Galway in the FPD final. Yeah, lost to Mayo in the first round of the league. Beat Monaghan, and then drew with Tyrone. Beat Mayo. In no, the semi-final And then beat Galway in the final Oh they, oh, they did is right Yeah No Did they? Yeah because Mayo beat Leitrim no. And then lost to Roscommon I thought Galway beat Mayo Oh Galway beat Mayo Sorry Yeah, yeah. Galway yeah. beat Mayo Which Galway weren't Preparing for a final Yeah But yeah So no They, they, they okay, haven't so, so Roscommon have beaten Sligo probably then And Galway Galway Then they beat no, then they lost to Mayo. Lost to Mayo. Beat Monaghan. How much did they lose to Mayo by? Two points on a, in a terribly windy game, yeah. but they, they were down by five and got a goal with a lob and high ball in at the end of the game. Yeah, then they beat Monaghan. Then they beat Monaghan. Who came back very late. The real head-scratcher, like Monaghan and Dublin both came back very late to pre-season. Monaghan had done nothing until January. Yeah. So yeah. Monaghan beat Dublin <coughs> in, in that game. So we're just trying to work out Roscommon's form here. The, the Tyrone scored one ten against Tyrone. Yeah, it's not a lot either. Scored, I think one eleven against Monaghan or one twelve. Scored one six, maybe against Monaghan. Monaghan, someone sent off. Yeah, McCarthy was sent off. He was only after or Malone. Oh, O'Hanlon definitely O'Hanlon, sent off so, in injury time. Did they have anyone else sent off? Any? Not sure. Yeah. Not sure. I I I think they have a very clear game plan on Cunningham, but I don't know if it's probably the one that's best suited to them. No, I agree with you. I agree with you, but I still mm, it could if I'd say if Cavan had had you know if they had Garrod here, I I think I'd be tipping Cavan to win this game this year. So I don't know. I'll say I'll say a draw. There you go. <laughs> usually, a mighty me big fence you're sitting it's on. Usually, me the tips the draw. <laughs> yeah. I I even back the draw the in draw? rugby league. What is the draw? It's when both teams had the exact same score. <laughs> <laughs> At the bookies, though. I, I haven't seen the draw, one. but I'd say, I'd say it's about 17 to 2, 8 to 1. Yeah, yeah it's usually in around 8 to 1. To but for me, for me I, I hope I'm wrong, but I, I don't see Cavan winning this game. I think Roscommon, but it won't be a big win. If Roscommon win it, they, yeah. they'll, they'll get over the line with a point or two. And that's where I, I think there's the opportunity for Cavan. But I, 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 I have to tip. Ross Common by two points on this one. So someone's going to get the glory. It's fifteen to two to draw and even money each side. So one of us is going to be right, lads. Yeah, well, that's it. Makes it. It'll make for an interesting results podcast afterwards. But yeah, look at a lot, a lot of good healthy debate. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed the uh, forty minutes of the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast. Um, thanks to Michael Hannon and to Paul Fitzpatrick for joining us. Uh, throw ins at two or half two. Half two. Half two in Sunday. Get in early. Hurling game on before it. Cavan against Longford would be great to see a big support coming out to to give the the hurlers a a bit of a a, a boost. They they were suffered a defeat to Sligo last weekend, so they'll need uh, Cavan to get out behind them and, and give them a lift in Kingspan Breffney for the first game of the year.